States is not real, that means you don't believe in the US dollar. And that is saying that all currency is real. So if you don't believe in France, well, France is a bad example, but if you don't believe in France specifically, if you don't believe in Argentina, you don't believe in the Argentine peso. Sorry, I'm Pat. You're insulting my career! (laughs) Okay, but also, my career is fake too. Everything is fake! Exactly! That's what I'm trying to say! That's what I'm trying to say. Nothing is real. Everything is a social construct. We're made up. Everything is a what is it? A um, figment of our imagination. No, no. Uh, Drug trip. (laughs) Manifestation of a video game. (laughs) We're just playing. Elon Musk is playing us right now. What was that thing of um, acid trip? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) These are horrible explanations. I can't think of the word. Um, A bubble. No. A snow globe. Thank you. Um, We're a computer simulation. Everything is a simulation. We're in a simulation. I'm trying to remember. There's one famous like tech dude, like a Peter Thiel, a uh, uh-huh. Bill Gates, that believes that we are a computer simulation. I, and they would know. I think. Yep. Okay. They, the one so it. you guys did not just stumble upon a random existential crisis. <laughs> we were having this conversation before. This and is, I, let's record. This is two girls, Bitcoin. one scaredy cat. This is Isabel. We are still a true crime kind of whatever <laughs> this is now podcast. This is all Snoopy things. <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed. I'm going... That should be one of our like shirts or something. Snoo- all things like Snoopy. Snoopy time. You have to... It's old enough. The trademark might be dead. Well, can you look I into think it, Monica? Still do Snoopy. I mean, okay. Or we you... can just have a drawing of Snoopy. So the next person in this is. Oh, I'm Emily. I'm five hundred dollars a beer, and Bitcoin, and uh, five hundred bitcoins of beer. Of beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh that's how God. much she's Monica is worth for. Um, I'm actually that's, also why she, that's what we paid her in to do this today. <laughs> to do this today. <laughs> Artist formerly known as Monica. <laughs> oh and man. she's our security, and that's how much we paid her to do this today. <laughs> I'm security. <laughs> but that's right, because they didn't provide much security that day. The Fine. theme this week is Bitcoin. Fuck <laughs> Sorry, you. I, 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 I kind of wish it was so that I could maybe understand what the fuck Bitcoin <laughs> is, but we can get into that. No, I really time if I you don't want. want you to explain it to me. Ouch. Fuck <laughs> 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 me, I guess. In, I in this, no, but I'm gonna explain why I don't want you to explain it to me. You specifically knower of money <laughs> and Monica the Sierra of money <laughs> knower of money and like uh, uh, like brilliant financier that you are uh, I would just sit there like I would have in a finance class with my mouth agape and confused as fuck I'm a good teacher can you make finance 
for dummies because i actually um have been wanting to start a podcast about finance for yeah, you, a while you, you said that like like a very long time yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we have this conversation about <laughs> yeah exactly like explaining it for people this is my hand of god uh is that what it's called the voodoo thing mm-hmm. with the hand i talked yeah. about that in the first episode i decided to okay so hold it to say canada myself. did we say we know the theme is fucking canada oh, god damn it. we're off the rails <laughs> uh canada and it, this is not a good time to have a canada themed podcast because i'm going to vancouver next. like when this is airing as well will you be there i will be back from vancouver mm. i would have yeah. just gotten back from vancouver well uh hopefully you don't die while there Both in fact i dead, think you will so. have a good time is yours a murder mine's a murderer well technically a serial killer in oh god canada where where all over um calgary and i think montreal okay well good. Montreal. all of y'all can be in montreal i'm Mon- never gonna visit montreal jk actually oh my god i would love to go there Guys, i actually do have to visit oh, okay. my job i was kidding are you going to learn French? No. Mon Dieu. You should. I'm I get to Spanish. speak French in this. That is not the same language. That's enough. I get to speak no, French in this case okay. that I'm doing. Yeah, today. and you actually speak it beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> Emily understands French way better but than you, I do. But you, you know that they're French. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm, okay. I'm not dumb. <laughs> like they have French accents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys want to rock, paper, scissors this? Yeah, exactly oh like Jean Claude Van Damme. Wolfgang, no. don't get us on a tangent. Wait, hold on. I just gotta say, oh my God! On Twitter, he posted a one-second video of Ooh. him sitting on a rock, just saying Twitter. <laughs> I love I him. Love that. I love him. Oh my God! Go look at who's Twitter? Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. His uh, first post. Um, and you'll um, understand more. Can you about. hear me if I'm sitting like this, or do I need to get closer? Okay, cool. Okay, kitties, doggies, did countrymen. You mean, did you mean kid, like, or kids? I think she meant kids. Dds. All right. Anyways, she's not answering. She's <laughs> like, "Fuck you guys, just go." Can you please play? Mine is super depressing. Please play rock paper scissors. Monica's looking at her phone. I can't help you. Um. My uncle and my cousin just went duck hunting. Ah. And they have so much duck. Are you forfeiting your raccoon suit, One, two, Monica? three, four, five, <laughs> she six, would never. seven, eight, nine. I two, want to know how many ducks they have. What? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 78 duck? Holy shit. Wow. The fuck? Can you have that many? This isn't even the most that they shot. So, like, I think hunting is unregulated in El Salvador. Ah, well, there you go. Um, what well, is it? Duck hunting season there, or is it just like whatever? I think it just is. Okay. Just oh no! Once my grandma, or not my grandma, my grandpa killed an iguana. I mean, I feel it. like that wouldn't be weird. Oh my god, y'all! Since you guys are talking about something, I'm gonna fucking do it. Iguanas? No. Oh. I'm on Instagram because I don't really want to talk about iguanas, um, and I just realized. My, f- one of my coworkers I follow is going to the, my favorite murder in Oh, no way. San Tell Diego. her we're going. And I just told her, no, she's going to San Diego. Okay. She's going on a word trip. Because I was like, wait, why do I know this? And I thought I was on my, our other uh-huh. Instagram. And I was like, okay, like, that's normal. And I was like, wait. Yeah. I'm on my personal one. We're going to, all of us, all. 
All of us. Four of us. I had to count us for a yeah. second. Um, <laughs> all of us in this um, room. All four of us are going to see My Favorite Murder live when they come here. Which Monica and I went the last time they were here. And it was it fucking was awesome. amazing. I've awesome. never seen Monica so excited about something. You okay. were, the you time were... when I cried when I saw Fall Boy. Yeah. That's another thing. I think you were more or excited Dash for my favorite murder. I, I actually think Wait, I was too. I'll, I'll, I'll get you the date. <laughs> I need to put down it's all like the... in May. Yeah. No. It's in February, I think. It's in Feb. Oh, it's coming up. We need us uh, to get our I don't stickers know. Like, then. Let me just... I'll figure it out. You're like... Okay, because well, I'm going... We're not doing it right now because we're recording. I am looking <laughs> it up right now. Okay, fine. All I right. have to. Um, you guys have they're to... about to go on tour. Like, they're starting their spring tour. But you guys have to play rock, paper, scissors, and anyways right now so I can do this. I didn't um, even finish what we were saying. We were going we to go see banter. Murder. Monica was really excited the last time we went. Yeah. I think so I cried. Too. You did cry. Well, that's because that one chick came. She was um, like... Yeah, that was so good. Oh, it was amazing. Anyway. Um, if you guys listen to My Favorite Murder, we talk the about live Dallas episode that they have, it's not ours, but they have a part from our show in it. It's like their special guest. Anyway... That was our show. Show, you can probably hear us screaming. Five, four. Is that May? Yeah. Two thousand nineteen. May fourth. Mm-hmm. 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 I think I was supposed to do something then. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. We can settle your planner later. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? Monica lost. You can go first. Oh. No. No PowerPoint for this one. Okay. I'm excited. Do I know this? Um, probably not, but you think you will. What? <laughs> probably not, but you think you will. Okay. So, basically, let me pull it up. I was looking up the Snoopy trademark. And <laughs> um, this guy is named Wayne Bowden. And he is known as the Vampire Rapist. What? Um, which MFM covered someone else that happened to be named the vampire rapist as well. Oh. But that guy bled his people out. Oh. Whereas this man, his trademark was biting uh, people's women's yeah. breasts, like, aggressively. Mm. Great. So, thank you to Murderpedia and Wikipedia. And um, one of the things that, like, kind of alarmed me about Murderpedia, so <laughs> they... <laughs> Uh, do we need support to them too? Like, do oh I no, not, it's not like money. that. Yeah, okay. it's not like that. It, it's not like that. Yeah, uh, they Murderpedia like holds just a bunch of different articles about like various murders. Oh, okay, and um, at first I didn't realize they were quoting an article, but one of the articles referred to this guy as our hero. And I didn't know if it was sarcastically or it was basically like our hero did this. And then I don't know oh my if it was sarcastically. I'm like, oh my God, Murderpedia, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I realized <laughs> as I was reading like the next section, it, was, it started over with the same information. I'm like, oh, articles. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that one article wasn't quoted. Whatever. So... Wayne Bowden, a.k.a. the Vampire Rapist, was a 26-year-old charming young man from Montreal who always left bite marks on the breasts of his five female victims. Stay away from the charming ones, ladies. Stay away. Or men. (laughs) Everyone. Just, if they're nice to you, fuck off. If they're charming, (laughs) 
don't, no one should be that charming don't date a nice person <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not Save oh. Your life. oh wow <laughs> oh that's not nice <laughs> he's oh. nice what are you talking about we'll date you collectively we can be your sister wives <laughs> oh, was just sitting here. um uh so yeah stay away from the charming ones uh sometimes my mom will like ask me about like my high school boyfriend and say like oh my god he was so charming y'all know who i'm talking yeah. about yeah like how, what's he up to he's so charming he's so charming we I bleeped him, him out mom. Uh, we bleeped him out our first <laughs> like wow. the charming ones i learned at 13 and 14 until i was 21 that <laughs> Like, the charming ones are dangerous. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Wayne Clifford Bowden was born in 1948 in Dundas, Ontario. He attended Glendale Secondary School in Hamilton in the early 1960s, where people said that he was quiet but muscular and then played on the senior, like, the varsity football team. Okay. Like, um, soccer? Football. They have Canadian football. Right, right. Oh, okay. So, um, his victims were Shirley Audette, Mariel Art. Archambault, Jean Way, and Elizabeth Porteous. I'm going to refer to them as their last names. I will refer to them as their last names, Audet, Archambault, Way, and Porteous. Their victims were all found naked and strangled to death in their apartments, except there were no signs of struggle, and some of the police reports that I read said that some of them even had, like, a slight smile (gasps) on their face, and that, like, all of them looked... Like, either neutral to happy. Very strange. Freaky. Right? Snoopy, if you will. They're spoopy Snoopy. <laughs> spoopy Snoops. Were they okay. having sex before he strangled them? See, that's what I was thinking. Like, he was giving them, like, a good dick down and yeah. then that they and then were enjoying themselves. Himself. But I feel like if I was getting choked, <laughs> and even if I was, like, digging it, oh my god, I hope to be, like, <laughs> smiling. I like I would, but once I realize that like someone is attacking me, would I you would freak start out? like yeah. fighting and freaking out. Yeah, no, um, I understand. So, but like that was my first thought is that right? Like they that that was my first thought too. Like that they were having sex and they died consensual. while having sex. Yeah, because then um because he's a fight. Was there any signs of sex? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So he raped all of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and then uh, post mortem, they were strangled to death. I can't remember okay. at this point. It's probably in the details. So they were strangled to death. So it's like that's what killed them. The you know, like you don't, yeah, was the strangulation. It wasn't like death by dick. So yeah. Um, if you were okay, well, wait. You can be like choked out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can be like choked out and not dead. And then they could, could just keep going. Like, so yeah. you could be passed out and not know what's happening to you. Uh, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so. And there were no signs of struggle. Right. So it's just an interesting, like, little combination. Whatever. So investigators looked into who the girls had been dating. And the name Bill kept on coming up. Interesting. So um, one of Audette's former boyfriends told the police that he believed that she got involved with a very dominant, attractive man... Um, and that she was getting into something dangerous with him, but he, he or sorry, she never mentioned what the name was? to her ex-boyfriend or right. what kind of danger 
Or was that? No, he, he was, was just, like, she's getting into something dangerous with oh, this guy. Okay. He, it was his Just because, like, okay. I don't know if he perceived, like, something evil about him or it was, like, I'm slightly jealous and combination of now she has this really dominant boyfriend. Friend, yeah. Um, so friends and coworkers of the victim had identified him, but unfortunately the police circulated the wrong suspect photo and then he had fled to Calgary. Oh my oh, god. Okay. Which is where he ended up attacking the last victim, Elizabeth Porches. Okay, so after Wade's death, the resulting publicity of the murders caused a mass brief wow, sorry, a mass brief hysteria. Wow. A mass a mass <laughs> a math hysteria you would you would like that i would <laughs> you would hate it i would all three of us i would be hysterical the only way to survive is through this complex theorem oh my god i just copy off of your paper <laughs> say we would all uh, run to monica run to uh, monica oh my god after um, way's death the resulting publicity of the murders caused a brief Mass hysteria in Montreal. Yeah. And, um... Montreal's mass hysteria. Math hysteria. (laughs) And then, although this disappeared because Bowdoin fled the city, and then the murder stopped. So that's why it was brief. Because it stopped. Anyway. um, So, in their investigation of the murder, the police were able to find out from two portraits... Porteous's colleagues that she was seen at a stoplight riding in a blue Mercedes Benz the night that she died. The car was reported as having a distinctive advertising bull-shaped decal in the rear view mirror. A friend of the victim, Porteous, had also informed the police that she had been recently dating a man named Bill, described as a flashy dresser with neat short hair. Okay, so ladies, stay away from charming men with flashy clothes (laughs) and blue Mercedes. Oh, so you? It's not blue. <laughs> it's kind of blue. I'm not charming. Your car is kind of blue. I'm a serial killer, guys. This is, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Your car is kind of blue. No. Is math much It's like a cool gray. <laughs> I like math hysteria for the I name think of our episode. For the name. It kind of goes with um, the the platonic plague. Yeah. <laughs> the math hysteria. That can be a title of this one. <laughs> that is a title. Title. Okay. I'll write it down so we don't forget. Police had even photograph or even had a photograph of the suspect now, and um, he was caught when police staked out all blue Mercedes. Oh my god, that's a little intense. They yeah. staked out what? Staked oh. out all blue Mercedes. That's what I thought I heard. I just didn't like. I mean, okay. good, for, good. I'm glad. Well, we how many blue far. Mercedes? It's not like a. It would common, have to be. It's not a common color. Like, that's do they what I'm know saying. the model too, so um, then they wouldn't. Have I don't to. know. Okay, but I was thinking, it's like that's probably not a common color, so that might not have been as yeah. bad. Yeah, as it's as not like all white i don't know toyota camrys from the 2000s like right that would be difficult that would be so <laughs> like all black ones like the one i drove in high school mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay so the arrest the following day on may uh 19th the blue mercedes was spotted by a patrolman and parked near the murder scene Bowden, a former fashion model was arrested Aww, half what? an hour like he was attractive half an hour later as he went to his car he told the police that he had moved from Montreal a year previously and admitted that he had been dating Porteous and that he was with her the night of the murder. Yeah. When the broken cufflink was... So there was, like, a broken cufflink that I think was found. He 
um, it was presented to him, and then he admitted his ownership of the murder. Oh, Jesus. that was easy. He's stupid. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He admitted ownership of the coupling. Oh. oh. Backtrack. And, however, he kept on insisting that Porteous was fine when he left her that night. Liar. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. So, the police in Calgary were in possession of a copy of the photograph recovered from Archambault's mm-hmm. apartment. So, one of the other girls in Montreal. Yeah. And um as a and basically like it was a photo of Bowden and Archambault and Bowden resembled the guy in the photo. So they continued to hold him suspicion in suspicion, I think is like a legal term. They mm-hmm. held him in suspicion for murdering Porteous, the mm-hmm. girl in Ca- Calgary. Police then turned their attention to the bite marks on the victim's breast. Odontology. Yeah. Yes. Hold up. I love odontology. You'll love this case then. So the police turned to the local uh, orthodontist, Gordon Swan, to prove that the marks on Porteous's breast and neck were Bowden's bite marks, which the intent to verify them had been, which the intent... They, like, intended to use them to identify right. Bowden, right? Okay. So there was nothing in Canadian for forensic literature on bite mark evidence ever. Swan wrote to the FBI hoping that for any information on the matter. What he got in reply was a letter from then the uh, director of the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, Jesus. who directed him to England where he met a man who had dealt with 20 to 30 cases of... Um, using ornithology as mm-hmm. evidence. Wow. Uh, eventually, Slan was able to get the information that he needed, and based on the cast made of Bowden's teeth, he demonstrated 29 points of similarity between the bite marks in Elizabeth Porteous's body and Bowden's teeth. So something really interesting about forensic odontology, <clears throat> um, and I learned this from Wine and Crime, which is an amazing podcast. Everyone Wine and Crime? Yeah. Like drinking... So that, yes. So like wine. every episode, they recommend a wine That's pairing cool. with their topic. It's, I mean, they're amazing. They're hilarious. They're like three girls from Minnesota. I love them so much. It's one of my new favorite podcasts. Anyway, they have an episode about forensic odontology and they actually interview a odont- odontologist. But the thing is, um, the odontologists are... You have to be one. You have to, at least in England, because the person they inter- interviewed was from England, but um, I don't know about the U.S. They have to be an active dentist or orthodontist cool. oh. to be doing that. Um, and That's it's cool. something they do on the side because you can't really, like... Um, Obviously, if you can't do your practice, but there goes y- the... Yeah, and, like, it's not something you're doing every day. Yeah. Um, but, like, the guy they interviewed, he went to... Um, do you have to go to school for it? Well, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But but basically, what it is is what Monica's going to describe, but also just they do it. It's how to identify. You can identify a body that way if you have no other identification because your teeth have pulp in them, which has your DNA. Oh. Or I'm oh. assuming what Monica is about to say, like the shape of your teeth or whatever, like leaving marks, like they can identify it as you because everyone has unique teeth. Um, anyway. And a unique tongue. Right. Like uh, tongue if you tongue leave, print, yeah. if you leave saliva, like that's 
got your DNA in it. But yeah, um, I was just thinking tongue prints. The guy they interviewed. What was the tsunami that happened when we were like in grade school? It was really bad. It was in Asia. I um, know what you're talking about. Thailand school? Thailand? Yeah. So there oh were, my God. The, yeah. There's a... He went to... Yeah. He was asked to go to Thailand to identify bodies. Wow. Um, they have pictures on Wine and Crime's website like that he gave to them where it's just like, you can't identify the bodies and there's hundreds of them. Oh. Um, and that's how they identified people. That's... So like for, for like... Um, it happens a lot for... Uh, identifying national, bodies national disaster natural yeah. disasters where they have to have people come in to identify bodies also like if your body is burned and they can't get fingerprints like your teeth are can be how they identify you so That's um, what, yeah teeth it's are... super interesting that's why i really like it. it just hit me that they're natural disasters and not national I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said national. No, 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 so, no, 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 no. Like, you always thought it was national. I, I thought they were bad enough to be national. I mean, they, oh, they are usually. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Oh, Monica. Well, damn. Is this episode going to be called National Disasters? <laughs> national Disasters and Math. Math. Hysteria. Hysteria. <laughs> uh, so I like it. Yeah. Um, the orthodontist basically he like went into trial and like in in the trial, what pointed to twenty nine points of similarity in the bite marks on the body and in his teeth, and this evidence was sufficient enough for the jury to find Bowden guilty of murder, um, which he was given a life imprisonment. Good. Bye, bitch. Bye. Um. This trial was the first one ever in North America to use dental forensic or bite marks Yeet. as wow. evidence to convict a killer. That's so cool. Forensic odontology. And then the first one was in England. Yes. Oh. Um, after being convicted for the murder of Elizabeth Porteous, he was sentenced to life in which he was sentenced to life imprisonment. He then confessed to the three murders in Montreal and was sentenced to an additional three life sentences for the three lives that he took. Um, He died of cancer in 2006. No one attended his funeral and no one has visited his grave since. I bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. Did he have not? (laughs) Did he not have any family? Who cares? I wouldn't yeah. want to go to his funeral. No, I, mean, I was trying I, to find information no, I, on his family. It no, was really hard. I, I understand, but I'm just like, what? Yeah. Well, uh, I would I, disown my son I would if disown he them raped too. and killed women. I told my mom I was I like. I would disown my daughter if she raped and killed people. I, I told my mom I was like, if I ever murder somebody and it's like not my rapist or something. Feel free to kill me. I will, what? Wait. Disown me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't kill disown me. Disown me. Oh my God. Um, Are you done though? Yeah. Oh. It was short because if I made it longer, I couldn't find a lot of details on his early life, and then I didn't want to get into like details about the rape and killing. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. so Canada has a lot of laws that like they don't give as much personal information as we like in mm-hmm. the United States actually give out. So it's interesting. Just surprise me. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing uh, at? So I was trying to find a photo of Wayne Bowden when he was young because everyone kept on calling him like hot and he was a model. Um, and I just like kept on scrolling because I couldn't find that many where he looked like particularly beautiful. And the Times of India put up a photo of Snoop Dogg, <laughs> at, and it says like Wayne Bowden photos, which I was super confused about. Hold on. <laughs> no, 
scoop. That's not okay. All right, Dog. <laughs> Times of India. What Isn't the fuck? that his like mugshot too? Yeah. <laughs> Look, what is happening? So I stole your pen to write pronunciations. Oh, okay. so I remember. Okay. Um, there's just two that I always like want to say something else, but you got this. Um, I. I want my French to sound great, but I every time I hear myself speak French, I'm like, uh, so we'll see how this goes. It's not the it's not a forgiving language. It really is not. And if you are uh, French Canadian and or just plain old French or any from any other country that speaks French, I am or very if sorry. you speak French yourself, we are very sorry. Or if you're, I'm in assuming a country if they're where from the- a country where they speak French, that I was including people who were. Well, French was, speakers. I was of, like, Amer- oh, like a, people who, like right. you yeah. know French. Yeah, I got it. Okay, <laughs> I mean, don't make fun of me, guys. I only took four semesters of French in college. You know, I, I... all Francophiles. This is a blanket apology. Yeah. <laughs> I just sorry. <laughs> I yeah. just I'm I'm trying. Okay, I'm a B French student. You are doing your best, and that's what matters. I went to the best French. Speaking school with, uh, in the country, yes. Huh. That's where, and where I learned my French. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Why? Yeah. So, 100%. Any, um, anyway, but... shout out to my French teachers at LSU. They're not listening. Um, they could be, you never know. Well, I doubt that they enjoy my French, seeing as I got bees. Okay, can I tell one of the most embarrassing stories of my life that happened in my French class? Okay. Um... Sure. So, <laughs> obviously, as any component, unless you're taking a Latin class, in a language class is an oral component. Yes. Everyone make their oral jokes. Make it right now. This is your time. Ha. Penis sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Not just penis sucking. Fine, clit sucking. <laughs> it's the same damn thing. It's just a social construct. Right. Okay. So, that's out of Bitcoin, the way. Apparently, in the United States treasury bonds so that's out of the way we've made our oral sex jokes that's what they call it in language classes okay gosh so oral sex. my i think i said it was oral. over no more i think they it. call them orals for like when you're doing your phd like defending your thesis exactly. it's like the orals yeah and yeah. it's because it's orated like it you're speaking it it makes sense okay so oh that word. <laughs> my, it's done. We're done. Unless you have more. I'll let you keep making jokes if you're not done. We're done. We're okay. Done. So my first semester of French, this is me. I've never taken French before. I took Spanish all my years before that. Wanted yeah, to learn Texas. a new language. Okay. We, so I could have taken it in high school we, if I no, wanted. No, but, but I'm just saying it's easier. I we, did not. I didn't want to take a placement exam. Yep. Okay. So... Which is why I took French as well. I would have liked to start over in Spanish, but they wouldn't let me. Really? I had to be placed in an intermediate Spanish-speaking class. That's dumb. Did you take a test and got placed in an intermediate? No, I'm saying they would have made me if I wanted to take Spanish. I did not have to do that with a new language. Oh, I see. see. And it was either French or Italian. It was the only two that fit into my schedule. And I was like, I can maybe use French better. (laughs) So, anyway. Long story story short. Yeah. My first semester of French. Oral. It was our first oral exam or or quiz, whatever. Like, it wasn't an exam. And um, I go in 
and it's like you're you one-on-one with the professor and my (laughs) professor is like in french uh what's your name which is um come on I almost said como se llama. It's <laughs> fucking Spanish. Oh my god. Um, Jem. Jem Appel. No, that's, like that's my name me. is. Uh, como se pel. That's what it is. Come tu. Come tu pel. Well, I guess it depends on. Yeah, well, what you. the fuck ever. Okay. And uh, he asked me what my fucking name was, and I said, I'm fine. Because <laughs> I thought he asked, How are you, how are you, are you doing? doing? <laughs> It was so fucking embarrassing. He had to ask me in English what my name was. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fail. Oh. I didn't, but. You didn't. I but did you survived. Badly. I did really badly on that We one. survived. But again, I got to be in all my French classes as my final grade every semester. So My favorite thing is like <laughs> when U.S. presidents go to another country and accidentally say something different in um like are you the thinking language. about jfk so the the i'm a i'm like a cream puff or something yep. i'm a donner um and yep. then a berliner which i think is like a pastry Ben berliner is what he said but it's i am a pastry basically. and then there's <laughs> this other one from berlin like <laughs> which is hold on let me see if i can find so it so there's a george bush one there, there's a couple. There's another one that's like Jimmy Carter. Oh, here it is. So in 1977, <laughs> Jimmy Carter told the Polish people that he desired them carnally. And oh, that, no! <laughs> and that he left the United States to never return. And then... <laughs> this was a text post. So below it says, imagine being a Polish citizen and you're here... Imagine you're a Polish citizen and you hear an American president say that he's here to fuck and he's not leaving. <laughs> Wait, Jimmy Carter! I'll get a bone and I'm not leaving! No! <laughs> oh my god, I bet the Polish people were so fucking confused. They were like, you're not going back? You gotta have to go back. <laughs> to go back it's your job man what is it about like our presidents and being randy oh i don't know was jimmy carter particularly randy no but lg lbj was oh i know he was kind of weird though (laughs) yeah he (laughs) talked about his dick all the time he was really tall uh, so I bet his schlong was like he had to get custom made pants for his dick. Stop! Oh my god! Yeah. And he like wrote about why wouldn't they make pants for big schlongs? Um, uh, so one of my friends so was just dating known this guy that Americans had like a really dicks? big dick. Like what? No, he like talked about it like two people. It was weird. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Monica would know this. <laughs> yes, though. of course. I just really like presidents and politics or whatever. This is not freaky history. No, not just um, freaky history though. <laughs> I can't remember where it was. There were a couple of times where he talked about dicks to, like, other people, like, po- other politicians or other, like, I don't know, like, dignitaries from other countries, but... Basically he, saying, like, he had to get custom-made pants for his penis? Yeah. Which is an issue. One of my friends told me she has this boyfriend with a big dick who just walked around naked all the time, which, I mean, fair enough, but she was <laughs> like, he yeah, didn't like wear pants. A, I mean, fair. It's an issue. Why can't men wear skirts? But I'm telling you, it, like, came down to there. Oh my god. Her boy? Yeah. <laughs> well said, good for Did him. Did you say good man? 
Good for good, him. Good man. <laughs> good man. <laughs> That's a good man. I mean, I imagine that I like obviously don't have a dick, but like, well, I, that is it. Chime uncom- in. Is it uncomfortable wearing pants? I mean, as a man who wears skinny jeans all the time, yeah. I have to constantly say sacrifice for swag. <laughs> Sacrifice for swag. That's his tagline. He says sacrifice for swag. I love it. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Or or tuck. Or is that even more uncomfortable? I mean, not like super tightly, but like whenever you're playing sports and stuff. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like when you're running or playing football, (laughs) you don't want it. Also, you can get Also, you can get hurt. Yeah, well, because I used to wear like loose boxers in middle school. Like every boy. Probably like most. Like every boy. Yeah. Our age. When I played football, it was not comfortable. You didn't wear a cup? No. Okay. Because people who wore cups in middle school were losers. I never got racked or anything, though. That's good. I'm glad you did not. (laughs) Men are so weird. I like. I feel like every guy at my school wore cups, though. They talk about it all the time. So I guess every guy at my school wasn't cool. Well, maybe since I was in a, I was in a, like a ghetto middle school. Okay. Yeah, I was saying. Fair enough. French yeah, yes, people uh, are more afraid of their nuts. Than, it's true. Although, I went to a poor school, so, you know. I went to a poor middle school. It's fine. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> We're there. Okay. Let's... Uh, acknowledge our privilege that all of us went to private school for a second. Exactly. Moment of silence. Thank you. Okay. We know that, but we went to... Catholic schools are always in the best places. Also, still poor. Raise your hand. <laughs> I'm the only one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. No. Okay, well, chill. <laughs> all right. Call <laughs> out your boyfriend like, no, you raise your hand. <laughs> you know, you, no, he was raising his hand, but you just oh, said, it. See you it. said oh. it by yourself, and I was like, uh, he's raising his hand too, so... Oh, I know your finance situation. Raise your hand. I'm your sugar mama. I know your finance situation. <laughs> ah, okay. Now, wow, this is a long I'm about to tangent. I'm about to bring the mood way down. All right. So, uh, like, don't you all? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing right now? <laughs> Sorry. Can I add one more Jimmy uh-huh. Carter quote? Yeah. No, what? <laughs> so, uh, we need to laugh right before I get into this. Do so. you want me to bring it up like in between? Yes. I don't care, whatever. I want it in between. It works better with what we were just talking oh, about. Fine. He also said that he was happy to grasp at Poland's private parts. Did no one tell like, how, how do you, how? Why was it? Translator was like, yeah. I'm going to fuck it. I want to fuck this shit up right now. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> what have you done for Poland? <laughs> grasp their private parts and desire them carnally. <laughs> I love it. Jimmy Oh my god, that made me laugh really hard. I cried. Um, okay. <clears throat> so you will get to sort of hear me speak French right now. Uh, enjoy that. Again, apologies. Um, but I need to preface. Do this... we have a trigger warning? Yeah. Okay. So it's a mass shooting. And I want to say that I, myself... Do not like talking about mass shootings. They make me extremely uncomfortable because I have very, very strong opinions about them. And like many things, they are often swept under the rug in this country. Um, 
Yep, there was one we should last night. Mention it uh, in California. One. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so like, <sighs> I'm really sorry to the people who fucking died yesterday when they shouldn't have. You know, like it's just in this country specifically, it is an epidemic. Literally, it has been claimed to be an epidemic. Um, and it's, we do nothing. And we do nothing. We, in fact, we barely talk about it. We say. Prayers and thoughts yep. and prayers when we really need policy and drink. Yep. So, um, we'll get a whole campaign about. I know. It, it's an amazing, it was an amazing campaign. Um, so. You should post it. It. Can I post it? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it does make, it, it, I say it makes me uncomfortable and, um, like with the privilege that I have not been in a situation, um, where, I've been personally affected by it. I don't think anyone in this room has either. Um, that's not to say that we couldn't be like, it's that's the way this yeah. country is. Yeah. So, um, but, and I also recognize that this case takes place in Canada. Um, so slightly different, but like the topic is still the same and it still is really difficult to talk about. And, and it's still relevant. Yes, extremely. Um, but I, and I, I, another reason why I don't like talking about mass shootings is because it often centers around the shooter rather than the victims or like, much like serial killing, like I feel like um, it's, it's similar except we've politicized these things um, with mass shootings. Anyway, and it sort of becomes this thing like, why did they do it? Oh, they're crazy. Oh, they're not crazy. Like, it's just... It, it's this ridiculous cycle. This is a situation where we know why this person did it. There shouldn't be a debate about it. Yet there still is. Did he have a manifesto? Yes. So. Reminds me of the Santa Barbara? It is exactly similar to that. Ugh. Um, and that's why I picked it. Like, his <clears throat> reasoning is why I picked this case. Uh, even as difficult as it is to talk about. So. That being said, if it makes you upset to hear about this kind of stuff, I completely understand. You can skip my case today. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> but I can. I'm still here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. A little after 4 p.m. on December 6, 1989. Oh, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Monica? Monica? <laughs> and like <laughs> on the wolf's computer. Oh, like, your face, like, Are you okay? <laughs> I have a hard shin. Okay. Are you okay for real? What the hell? What happened? What happened? Oh my what? god. So it was a weird combination of I have this like massive bruise right here, so I can't lay any weight on this. And then I had blueberries in my hand, so I couldn't I like Hit this, remembered I couldn't balance, <laughs> fell, didn't want to catch myself with a blueberry hat. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm falling in this hole. Sorry. <laughs> and you fell on like the right board oh and sort of on the wolf. I was looking at the Oh no! That was <laughs> 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 
laying down? Like, what is this? So, I can't I'm remember. Crying. I saw, uh, <laughs> at, like, that... What is that place with the... It's not Slurpees, but you can't get drinks. And it's like Route 99, like drinks, and it was... Sonic! Hot. Thank you, Sonic. Oh my god! <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dives? <laughs> Did you know Sonic was on Diners, drive-ins, and dives? Oh, cool. A Texas one. Oh, cool. It's so strange. Why? Is it a Texas thing? No. I don't know, but I. I mean, it was stupid because I was like... There are fucking Sonics everywhere, but it was like one where they still like rollerblade or whatever. Aww, so. I wish they did that. It'd be I don't hilarious. want them to do it. I'm cool. Don't rollerblade with my food. Okay. I don't even go there. I don't. Anyway, Wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please You're fine. continue. You're fine. But remember how it was like the high school haunt? Yes. So I was there with, and then I like ran into this guy that I was friends with in high school, and I was you literally like, said his name, saying, "Well, it's gonna be bleeped out." And uh, well, I was going like walking over across to say hi to him, and then I tripped over a curb, landed straight into his crotch. Like my face, like touched his dick. <laughs> I remember like feeling it, and I like got he caught me. Because he was impossibly tall. Sure, right? yeah, I remember. He was like six four at like eighteen. His mom yeah. was tall too, and he caught me, and my face was like ah, and he was like ah. <laughs> he was really nice. Though. He was he was really nice. We've been, we've been <laughs> he was super nice. So I'm glad I, I imagine that it, as it could have been way more awkward than yeah, you think it was. Is, yeah, because of who you yeah, on, so yeah. But I mean, he was raised really well, and we'd like to bless him. And, but oh my god, he was so hot, and I thought he was really hot back then too. I did too. And it was just so it's fine. Except it's then so I started to get to know his mom, and I felt weird about it. So yeah, like, right. Never mind. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but you don't know me, I don't think. So it's you chill. No, it's okay. You we're leaving on the name. <laughs> we're going to go back into this. I. <laughs> I'm really glad that happened. <clears throat> All right, so after Monica fell, <laughs> we're back. I'm going to start over. Because um, I think I got eight words into this. <laughs> so, is this the one where we tangented with Teslas? What? No, that was the first. That was the first episode we recorded. Yeah, yeah. we haven't. That was, that was <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, a little after four p.m. on December 6, nineteen eighty-nine. Are you gonna fall again? Because this is where you fell. <laughs> You're sitting. Are you I'm good? Just... Okay. <laughs> Mark Lepine arrived at the engineering school building at the Université of Montreal, the École Polytechnique. Was oh, that how you pronounce it? Yes, École. Echo. 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 Yep. <laughs> Polytechnique. 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 Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, French dudes. So, man. so, uh, the build, so it's the engineering school. Yes. Building. Oui. Of the Université de Montreal. Oui. Okay. D'accord. So, translation. University of Montreal. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Polytechnic school. Polytechnic school. Oh, yeah, sorry, did not say that. <laughs> okay, armed with a semi-automatic rifle and Wait, hun- hunting knife. Yeah. How old is this dude? Uh, he was 25. So, mm. almost. Already. Did he go to this school? I'll explain it. Okay. He's basically, he's so, probably a grad student. So, December 6th okay. is where we're at. Yes. Um, he had purchased the rifle on November 21st. So, this is planned. Mm-hmm. 
Lepin was familiar with the building after having visited it many times in the seven weeks prior. Why? For this reason. His first destination was the registrar's office on the second floor, where he sat for a length of time silently looking through a plastic bag. He left the office and wandered around briefly before going into a mechanical engineering class at around 5.10. A student was giving a presentation, which he interrupted by going to the front of the classroom and ordered everyone to stop what they were doing. He then ordered the men and women on opposite sides of the classroom. No one did anything at first because they thought he was joking. He fired a warning shot at the ceiling. Lepine separated the nine women from the 50 men and ordered the men to leave the room. (gasps) Yeah. He asked the women if they knew why they were there, and someone responded no. His answer was that he was fighting feminism. What? Responses? What? I'm so angry I can't even speak. Yeah. It's... Because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm oh, I'm so angry I can't even speak. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm so angry. Yeah. Oh, I'm so angry. This is why I chose this. I'm so angry. I am livid. It, no, no, yeah, no, no, it's no, not no, 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 hard no, no, enough no. to be a woman. Hijo in... de la gran puta, I'm so mad. <laughs> it's like it's not even <gasps> it's like it's not even hard it's hard enough to already be a woman in a STEM fucking like major and you know it's harder getting shot yeah well i mean but i'm saying like you're now now i bet this affected so many women wanting to be an engineer so this right here is why i chose it like it is this is infuriating and there's a debate about oh yeah honey it gets worse he literally fucking said it there's no there's not a right or wrong there's one answer I agree. Do any of these women survive? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's why we know what he said. That's how we know yeah, okay. what he said. Okay. I'm, no, sorry. I'm still so mad. Why do you shoot people? Why? Why, why, why? This is not about feminism. You are... A murderer. In, in your head. Yeah, you're a murderer. You just want an excuse to kill people. You're going to kill people for any other reason. You're just going to find a reason. Feminism did not cause that. My God. Also, what is feminism taking away from you? Nothing. He probably literally, didn't get quite in. Quite literally, he probably nothing. didn't get in, and so that's why he thinks, "Oh, these go- these women <clears throat> who shouldn't be in this fucking class got in, and I, I did it." I deserve it more. I deserve it. No, you don't. And because he's a man, he he's entitled to that opinion. He's entitled to his opinion, but he thought he was entitled to that seat in that class, and these women who were there didn't deserve that seat. I know. I know, guys. <laughs> Everything that you guys are going through. <laughs> I'm saying. I already did. <laughs> saying. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. your snorts. Okay. My nose is like. I know. Flared. <laughs> she spoke Spanish. I know. Like, did I? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. You cursed, you cursed in Spanish. That was like my carnal, like, uh-huh. not carnal. <laughs> I know, because you don't normally <laughs> when you're around us. Oh, my so. God. You cursed in Spanish. <laughs> no. I, I have like a very I'm, I'm like. Here. I know. Yeah, get to it. That's <laughs> no, fine. Let's go. So, um, Nat- let's go. Let's get to tear this motherfucker apart even more. Yeah, Natalie Provo, um, in response to what he said, said, "Look, we are just women studying engineering, not necessarily feminists ready to march on the street to shout we are against men, just students intent on a normal life." 
Lepine replied saying, you're women. You're going to be engineers. You're all a bunch of feminists. I hate feminists. Lepine opened fire on the students from left to right, killing six and wounding three, including Provo. Wounding? Yeah, she's alive. Okay. He also wrote shit, like the word shit, Mm -hmm. twice on a student's project before leaving the classroom. That's rude. Yeah. Lepine continued to the second floor corridor and wounded three more students before entering another room where he twice attempted to shoot a female student. When his weapon failed to fire, he entered the emergency staircase where he was seen reloading his gun. He attempted to return to the room he just left, but the students had locked the door. He tried to unlock it by shooting at it three times, but eventually moved on instead. He shot at others in this corridor, wounding one person before he went to the financial services office where he shot and killed a woman through the window of the door she had just locked. What was she doing? Technically, didn't give him the money to go to college. I think at this point he didn't care. He hates women. Yeah, he just hates women, but like... He then went to the first floor cafeteria where approximately 100 people were. Oh my god. He shot a woman, which caused the crowd to scatter. He also wounded another student. There was an unlocked storage area at the end of the cafeteria where students hid, and he shot and killed two more women who were hiding there. <gasps> he ordered a male and female student to come out from underneath a table where they were hiding, and when they obeyed, he didn't shoot them. <clears throat> so he's not... I mean, I, mean, I, I he's out of his mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Next, he walked up an escalator to the third floor and shot and wounded one female and two male students in the corridor. He went inside another classroom and told the three students inside to get out before shooting and wounding Maurice Leclerc, who was standing at the front of the classroom. He fired at the students in the room who were sitting in the front row, and then he killed two women who were trying to escape the room. Other students hid underneath their desks. Oh, this is like so hard for me to talk about. Like, it makes me sick. He was particularly seeking out female students, and he wounded three more and killed another. He had to change the magazine out of his gun and then moved to the front of the classroom again, where he opened fire in all directions. Maurice Leclerc, who he had wounded, asked for help, and he took out his hunting knife and stabbed her three times, (gasps) killing her. At this point, it had been 20 minutes since he first began shooting. 20 minutes. He took off his hat, Mm. wrapped his coat around his rifle, and shot himself in the head. Ugh. 60 unfired cartridges remained in boxes that he had with him. So, he killed 14 women. 12 who were engineering students. And um, injured 14 more women and 4 men. So I'm going to list his victims. Genevieve Bergeron, Hélène Colgan, Natalie Cotreau, Barbara Degenau, Anne-Marie Edouard, Maud Evernique, Maurice Lagenaire, Maurice Leclerc, Anne-Marie Lemay, Sonia Pelletier, Michel Richard, Annie Saint-Arnaud, Annie Turco and Barbara 
Klugsnik Wijawitz. I'm assuming she was not Polish. <laughs> I love her anyway. <laughs> so I'm sorry. God bless you <laughs> for your name. Um, in addition, suicides were later reported among students who had been present at the massacre. At least two students left notes confirming that they completed suicide due to distress caused by the massacre. Okay, the killing is done. I'm really sorry that everyone had to listen to that just now. So, um, the next, so, again, I need to reiterate, I hate talking about the shooters. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think we should talk about them at all. Like, a crime took place, a terrible murder, um, a murder spree with a gun and a knife. Like, why are we giving these people notoriety at all? Well, I mean, if you think about, like, everyone is fascinated what causes someone to freak exactly. out like that. I mean, we talk about serial killers. Yeah, and I think I think there should be more of an emphasis on victims, which is what I try to do, and what you try to do as well. Like, yeah. I think um, many true crime podcasts or anything, at least now versus whatever, like, years ago, try to focus on that because that's obviously the most important aspect of it, like, Mm-hmm. people who have died you're not defined by like what happened right. to you and again also need to reiterate in this particular case we fucking know why this motherfucker did what he did because no i'm about to talk about it yeah. um and i'm also going to talk about how basically no one talked about this in canada after it happened <sighs> and like that's not okay so as i know it's so difficult to hear it's so difficult to talk about but like we know what what took place here there there shouldn't be a debate okay i hope there is like crazy scholarships i hope Um, so i mean now like today in canada but particularly montreal according to this is a big deal wikipedia there is yeah. yeah and like there's like major um like memorials for all these people so okay inside mark lepine's jacket was a suicide letter normally i wouldn't read something like this but i'm gonna read it today because it's relevant unfortunately but before i get to that i want to talk about him like his background because unfortunately his father oh ow I'm good. I'm just constantly hurting myself. No, it's fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is relevant. If I read the suicide letter, I have to explain who he was as a person. Um, I mean, normally that's how it goes. Yeah, I don't like to do that, but okay, here we go. <clears throat> uh, he was 25. I already said that. When the shooting took place, his mother was French-Canadian and his father was Algerian. His birth name was Gamil Garbi. Uh, his father was a great motherfucker uh, who didn't think women and men were equal and was incredibly abusive to his wife and son. Oh. So his parents separated when Lepin was seven and his father ceased contact with them. So basically formative years, he had to deal with this motherfucker. Um, Because his mother was a single mother, she returned to school to continue her nursing studies in order to be able to get a job to support her family. Subsequently, Lepine and his younger sister lived with family, friends during the week while their mother was at school or at work. Did he, um, what is the word? Not repress, not, 
did he blame his mother? There's another word that I'm trying to get at it that's kind of similar to blame. Right? I don't know. Did he, uh, yeah, did he blame his mother for being away while she was trying to provide for them? Oh, yeah. Basically. For sure. That is so sad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's fucked up. It's completely like, fucked up. I would never fucking blame my mom for having a fucking job to raise me. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Ever. Ever. God, yeah. Whatever is best. They Do you want her to most hang out just, with you and starve all day? Right. Like, what do you, most what parents is the do option? whatever is best for their children. And right. if that's living with family for the week while she gets an education. Like, listen, I fucking understand in the sense, like, I had divorced parents. Like, I didn't, like, whatever. And then my parents both worked, you know? Mm-hmm. But I never resented that. Resent. There we go. Resent. Resent. You were making an R sound. <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, I've met so many people raised by absolutely amazing single mothers, and they always say, like, she worked, like, two jobs to yeah. get me to where I am Yeah, today. they're always like, so yeah. proud of, like, and they should be. this for her. There are definitely they people out there be. who resent their parents for it. It is not the mother's fault for ridiculous. him doing this. Yeah. It's called a deadbeat dad. Yeah. It's called a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, sorry. No, dude. I, I was reading the Wikipedia page because I just do that whenever. No, it's, it's fine. And uh, I read that the dad would like beat his son to make sure that there was no like um, tenderness in between the yeah, mom and the son. Yeah, he thought that. He thought that, like, coddling, or, or, or he thought, like, hugging was coddling. Oh you know, God. like, this is the level that we're dealing with. Of it's like a Victorianism craziness. to the extreme. Yeah. In fact, crazy. I think Victorians were nicer to each other than this. Actually, they they weren't. They were. I know this because I studied it. Anyway, whatever. Um, I really hope the fact that this father was Algerian doesn't get thrown into the mix because, like, oh, it he fucking does. Of course it did. He was just a dick. It had no... That doesn't, yeah. yeah. He, the fact that he was this, this, the fact that Lepine was um, mixed race gets thrown into it. Uh, of course it does. They were like, oh, he, he's half immigrant. So. Who cares? Oh, well, I mean, obviously, Dicks people with guns care, will but... be shooting like no matter what. It doesn't matter where they're from. Also, white, white males do it more than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. they do. So, anyway. At 14, Lepine officially changed his name. So, like, that's why we call him Mark Lepine and not his birth name. Um, Because his statement is that he hated his father and wanted to take his mother's surname, which is kind of weird since he hated women. Yeah. I don't give a shit that his father hated women. He did not have to grow up like that. Yeah. (laughs) So. Again, the fact... Like, the, where you are raised and the environment that you're raised in has a little bit of an impact, but it does not define the rest no, of your life. No, it absolutely you does not. change any aspect of your being. I would be an alcoholic if that was the case. And My I'm, mom would have been abusive. Yeah. Basically, it was known that, um, like, he resented women his whole life, uh, especially women who were in what would be considered traditionally male occupations. Uh, it was noted like particularly. It's poor. an occupation, huh? Yeah, it's an occupation. Like not literally, gendered. unless it's yeah. called non-gendered. Um, 
I don't know, sperm donator. I can't donate sperm because of the biology of my body. Yeah. That's not even gendered. There we go. Okay. So, there's no traditionally male anything. Nope. Yeah. No, not at all. Men can be teachers. Was, Men can be nurses. It was noted particularly, like, female police officers. He, like, really, really didn't Ugh. like that. Um, okay, so... Uh, at one point, <laughs> like, he had gone to school for engineering... And he was in his final semester and he quit. I didn't write this down, but I just remember it. Um, like, suddenly, it was very sudden, like, that he quit. And then he tried to um, go to the École Polytechnique, but he didn't have the right prerequisites because he quit. So, like, uh, I'm like, it was your fault, dude, dude that's your that fault. you didn't yeah. get in, okay? Uh, also, and they, like, tell the you why he was actually taking one of the prerequisites when this happened oh, okay anyway uh okay so now i'm going to read the suicide note now that you know all that what a dick yeah he wrote this i need to reiterate this he fucking wrote this there's no interpretation of it he wrote it okay where did he have it what did he have it by his body or it was in his jacket okay forgive the mistakes i had 15 minutes to write this See also annex. I don't know what that means. Uh, there was no like, no what that means that. in the Wikipedia article either. Okay. Would you note that if I commit suicide today, eighty nine twelve oh six. That's how they write dates, I guess, in Montreal. Uh, it is not for economic reasons, for I have waited until I exhausted all my financial means, even refusing jobs, but for political reasons. There you go. He literally just said it. Political reasons. Because I have decided to send the feminists who have always ruined my life to their maker. Okay, it's right there. It's right there. He fucking says it. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, for seven years, life has brought me no joy. And it's being... also religious. Makers capitalized. Yeah, this was all in French, obviously. Uh, Mon dieu. <laughs> um, and being totally blasé, I have decided to put an end to those viragos. I tried in my youth to enter the forces as an officer cadet. That's no wonder he hated cops because he couldn't do that either. Yeah. My God. Which would have allowed me possibly to get into the arsenal and proceed Lordy in a raid. Lordy was a um, like Woman. known officer. So he wanted to be a police officer. A police officer to kill people? To no, get into the arsenal and proceed Lordy in a raid. Not oh, necessarily. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, they refused me because a social. Sorry, I'm reading this like how he wrote it. Um, basically, he means they said he was too antisocial to be a cop. Like he failed. Fair uh, enough. Uh, I I would imagine that would be a psychological exam. Yeah. Um, I'm I therefore glad they do that. Oh yeah, I mean they should. They do it for like the army too. They should. The armed forces. They should. Yeah. <laughs> I need to reiterate this. <laughs> I therefore had to wait until this day to execute my plans. In between, I continued my studies in a haphazard way, for they never really interested me, knowing in advance my fate. So, um, this proves... It was preemptive. Exactly. Which did not prevent me from obtaining very good marks, despite my theory of not handing in work and the lack of studying before exams. So, now he's just beating his dick off. Like, I was really smart. Like, I didn't have to study. Like, Well, then, like, go back to school, get better grades, dude, and try and do it. Like, fuck off. Go to a fucking therapist. What what (laughs) are these women doing to keep you from... Nothing. What have they done? Nothing. What have they done? Nothing. 
Even if the mad killer epithet will be attributed to me by the media, I consider myself a rational erudite that only the arrival of the Grim Reaper has forced to take extreme acts. He literally says it right here. He's like, I know people are going to say that I was just crazy, but I'm not crazy. I'm perfectly sane, and I know why I'm doing this. Again, don't know why there's a fucking debate about this. Or why preserved persevere sorry not preserve why but for why persevere to exist if it is only to please the government being rather backward looking by nature except for science the feminists have always enraged me they want to keep the advantages of women e.g cheaper insurance extended maternity leave preceded by a preventative leave etc while seizing for themselves those of men are you fucking kidding me out of all the things that you as a male Get, mm-hmm. oh, and now men get. They don't realize leave. they get that though because they've had it their whole lives. Yeah. So they're seeing. Isn't as a vasectomy else- a part of is is taken by insurance, but an abortion is not. Also, or to uh, tying your tubes. Let me do it where it's not as radical yeah, yeah, as tying but your tying your tubes. tubes is not covered by insurance. But you can a guy can get Viagra or a vasectomy. That should both covered by your fucking insurance. By the way, don't do that. But whatever. So, Viagra <laughs> is not taxed because it's seen as vital. Tampons and pads are taxed because they're seen as like yeah, a, we can control that. Yeah, shit. I'm trying to remember what it's called, like a luxury good. Oh, I yeah, I'll bleed everywhere. I'll fucking do it. I'll bleed. I will Some bleed do it. Everywhere. Protest bleed. Some countries. <laughs> let's plan a trip. Let's sync it up. Hang out. Let's go to where the fuck is that place? Capitol Hill, and then just bleed, <laughs> bleed like slugs, like slugs. That no. Some countries, or you know, just use red paint. Let's be a little bit more I sanitary. Mean, yeah. Some countries have huts. Yeah, have huts. <laughs> they, they don't have fucking tampons. Bleed like, huts. Or not even that. Or some girls are so shamed into not going to fucking school because they're bleeding that this is a normal thing of a productive, healthy body that they can't even go to school because one, they weren't provided with tampons or pads, um, so they're losing out. On or they're valuable- not even educated to know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, with them. they're losing out on education, uh... and so their male counterparts are obviously going to be better. Well, not better, but have a better chance at living a better life than they are because they're not missing a week of school or more every fucking month (laughs) yes or are so incapacitated by their fucking period that they can't even get up so yeah we get these benefits of like getting getting to cuddle with our baby for a month i'm sorry being a new mom is not fun it's It's not not fun you're not fucking sleeping like you're not you're like literally giving your lifeblood (laughs) And, a child and then also, you're so. still recovering from a major surgery and then and then you wanted to know what you you the male get to go back to work we are left with a newborn uh, and now they child. actually have an option you can have maternity and leave, sometimes so. you're not protected from still having your job at the end of it all uh-huh because women if they're married or have kids in an interview process when the Actually, if you were asked that, you don't have to fucking answer that. It's actually illegal. They yeah, can get like, in trouble don't for answer it. Like, if you answer Hip-hop. it, then they get to know that information. Don't fucking tell them. Like, right. like if you're married or have kids, they're not allowed to ask you that. I'm gonna Anyways, keep, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, yeah keep going. Sorry, <laughs> I had a lot. I have a lot about I have that. a lot of feelings. Well, I have a lot of feelings, especially with knowing benefits and the yeah. benefit side of it. Like, 
It's, it's not even it doesn't even make sense it doesn't no. that that <laughs> statement is he, so he has, he has no clue i'm just gonna take this moment to plug a podcast called stuff your mom never told you um isabel i think well and we i I've know started giving up on just telling you to listen to it and i, I just did, sent you late i did start <gasps> yeah I did. Um, but they I, go into like a bunch of different aspects. Every episode's about like a different topic. Yeah. You should definitely check it out. It's not like, like true crime-y. Oh, I know. Uh, no, no. It's like a, incredibly feminist, but sometimes like topics aren't like uh, radical. Like sometimes they'll do be like, radical. Whatever, though. like whatever radical means. Yeah. <laughs> Once they did pockets. Yeah. I love that. Which girls have gendered for yeah, some reason girls have smaller pockets than boys i need or no pockets or no pockets don't even get me started okay yeah, my really nice avocado ones don't have fucking fuck pockets that's just what, what can i put in here what my hand doesn't even fit and i have little hands yeah. i'm putting my hand in my pocket the, nothing i maybe a biscuit maybe and if you go into wolf's pockets right now in his sweatpants they go all the way down to like his knee. His knee. <laughs> Again. Put your dick in there. <laughs> you can put your LBJ dick in there. Yeah. LBJ dick <laughs> is the title of this one. <laughs> anyway. I don't know where to put this, so I'm just going to. No, I'm not going to search it. You're just going to have an LBJ dick. <laughs> Please don't search LBJ dick. I did. <laughs> Are there dicks? Um, there's like three, the top three ones oh, are, LBJ was weird about his own dick, a seven part exploration. Oh, I love. The second one is why Lyndon Johnson, a truval, truly awful man, is my political hero. Yeah. And the third one is LBJ was obsessed with his own dick and it's Gawker. I love Gawker. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. To go back to the LBJ thing. So it wasn't. It was an. It wasn't a letter. There's audio recording of like of him back talking when, about his dick. He was asking his tailor to like put in more space for his dick to fit. Interesting. Wild. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going back okay. to the suicide oh, note. We yeah. can play that later. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he just talked about. The whatever. benefits, whatever the fuck that is. Thus, it is an obvious truth that if the Olympic Games removed the men-women distinction, there would be oh, there would be women only in the graceful events. Fuck that! I shit. don't know why the fucking Olympics is coming up. Like, so the feminist—he's <laughs> just mad about. He's everything. just like I don't, I don't. So the feminists are not fighting to remove that barrier. They are so opportunistic, they do not neglect to profit from the knowledge accumulated by men through the ages. Why? Well, that's because we didn't have a fucking chance to accumulate knowledge. Also, what about, I was about to say Madame Bovary. Madame Curie? Mary and that's Curie? just in the 1900s or yeah, whatever. She Marie Curie? Her name was Marie. I'm going to call her Madame. <laughs> they always try to misinterpret them every time they can. The, so, like, debate? <laughs> Like, maybe you're not always right, motherfucker. Anyway. Also, <sighs> thus, I, the other day I'm I curious. heard they were honoring the Canadian men and women who fought at the front line during the World Wars. How can you explain that since women were not authorized to go to the front line? That's the point. We weren't so authorized. And they were because there were fucking nurses on the fucking front line, motherfucker. Who was healing your fucking goddamn wounds? Also, who ran the country while the men went to go fight? Women. We did! Um, Watch Pong Girls on fucking Netflix. It's amazing. It's about Canadian women. 
Anyway. Hey. Um, he might have been talking about the Olympics because the 1988 Winter Olympics happened in Calgary just the year before he... He can uh, suck my dick. He can suck LBJ's dick. Yes. yes. LBJ wasn't alive. I'm so <laughs> mad. I know, I know. We don't care. <laughs> Will we hear of Caesar's female lesions and female galley slaves who, who of course took up 50% of the ranks of history, though they never existed? A real Cassius Belli. I'm going to explain what a Cassius Belli is in a second. Thank you. Sorry for this too brief letter. Mark Lepine. The letter is followed by the list of 19 names with a note at the bottom saying, Nearly died today. The lack of time because I started too late has allowed these radical feminists to survive. Alea Iacta Est. Which what is does that a mean? Latin word, which I will explain in a second. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and explain what that is. It means the die is cast. Like, the oh, literal okay. interpretation. Oh, my God. And Akashis Belli, which, so he was, like, saying that after, like, why are we um, honoring women when they've never Did existed, basically. Akashis Belli is a Latin expression meaning an act or event that provokes or is used to justify war, or it literally means a case of war. So he's saying so that he this is a war. It's a war. Uh, it's a, war. Uh, a gender war? Wow. So, uh, a war against women. We just read about. All right? I'm not done. <laughs> so, that was... There's more, right? Oh, yeah. I've got a lot oh, more. Okay, I had a feeling. So, like, how is there another interpretation of this man's acts? Legit. It's literally like, I killed women. I, mean, I hate women. I think that I'm crazy, but I killed women. It's I hate it's, women. It's they ruined so my life. fucking black and white. Mm. It's... Dude, what you can't put words it's in It's literally stuff. in the black and white. Yeah. My eyes crossed of anger just then. But it, he literally wrote it down. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. His, hers words. You can't put words into a dead man's mouth. He died with this on him. I mean, people do with these mass shooters, especially if they've killed themselves or aren't talking after the Or they happens. don't have a fucking, um, whatever the dude in, what's his face did. Um, a YouTube video? Mm, well, not. Uh, what did he call it? A manifesto? Manifesto, thank you. Yeah. I'm really like. The, the Santa Barbara is what you're thinking of. Yeah. At the end of the Wikipedia article for this, it, it like refers to, one, to the yeah. Santa Barbara and also the Toronto bus thing that happened last year. <gasps> last year? It happened last year. What like happened 2018. Last year? A bus drove into a crowd of people. <gasps> oh, um, yeah. It was because in Canada. Women? Uh, I mean, I don't think it. Oh. But it says that the guy who did it said he hated women yeah so i remember that one it was literally in 2018 so okay i'm gonna keep going that that was the end of the suicide note though well good i want to hear him anyway <laughs> yeah the massacre profoundly shocked canadians uh the government and criminal justice officials feared okay so this is where it gets fucked feared that extensive public discussion about the massacre would cause pain to the families and lead to anti-feminist violence. Okay, I, we just had anti-feminist violence. I, I think... We it, just had it. It just happened. So we're not going to talk about it? We're not going to talk about why? I think it would be a better discussion to explain why this happened. And Like, let's maybe do something to stop the anti-feminists. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, let's just sh- not talk about it. Anyway. I hate media... So as a result, and get ready to get even more mad, a public inquiry was not held, and Mark Lepkin's suicide letter was not officially released. The only way we know it is because it was sent to a journalist, like, a year later. 
Good for that person who sent this goddamn letter. In addition, although an extensive police investigation into Mark Lepine and the killings took place, the resulting report was not made public. The media, academics, women's organizations, and family members of the victims, so the people that they were like, mm, maybe we shouldn't talk about it because of them, protested the lack of Coverage. public inquiry and paucity of information released. Thank God. But like, yeah. So, nope. It wasn't talked about. Um, the gender of Mark Lepine's victims, as well as his oral statements, want to make an oral joke? No? No. Okay. I'm mad, so yeah. no. <laughs> uh, during the massacre and suicide note quickly led to the events being seen as an anti-feminist attack and as an example of the wider issue of violence against women, which is exactly why I wanted to discuss it. Um, despite the efforts of officials like wanting to suppress this information, like, thank God we know more about it. And thank God that the three of us slash four of us including Wolf, are in a position where we can talk about it today and, like, have a debate. Um, we're not debating anything. I mean, whatever. <laughs> like, like, we're debating these people. Oh, we're debating those people, yeah. But I bet, like, like, we are all on the same page. Like, because if we were just fed this information, like, imagine if none of this had come out and we were just fed, like, oh, it wasn't an anti-feminist attack. 14 women just happened to die. I would never want to be an engineer. Oh, because of this? Yeah. Oh. That would scare me. Mm. I would want to do an animosity more. towards women about just getting into in any STEM. Thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking. So- I said that at the beginning of this. Yeah. I said, like, women in STEM is so hard. It's hard. It's just. Yeah. Monica, how many women were in your graduate classes? I was one of four. Yep. Out of 16. Yep. She's got a picture. She's about to show us. She's surrounded by dudes. Criminologists do regard the massacre as an example of a hate or bias crime. So, here we go. Um, the victims were selected solely because of their membership in the category of women, and those targeted were were interchangeable with others from the same group. That's what a hate <clears throat> crime is. That is what a hate crime is. Yeah. Lepine's mother later wondered if the attack was not directed at her, as some would have considered her a feminist since she was a single working mother. Because apparently being a single working mother automatically puts you into that category. How um, fucking dare she provide for her right. kids? How dare she? Yeah. What, well, what, what else was she supposed to allow, do? Allow, allow, obviously allow CPS to take them. Apparently let them starve. As if that wouldn't have motivated him to want to fucking murder people even more. You know, you don't know. I mean, I'm obviously joking i know and we're saying like it's ridiculous he's obviously going to find any excuse to fucking murder these people because he's a murderer so anyway others including television journalist barbara from pleaded that the massacre not be seen as an anti-feminist attack or violence (laughs) against women and questioned why people insisted on quote diminishing the tragedy by suggesting that it was an act against just one group okay hi why are you Who a woman suggesting oh, uh, a journalist a woman a, a woman journalist why are you suggesting that this is not something against your own also for a very long time wasn't journalism uh male dominated well i guess everything technically was for everything for is sure a male dominated before woman well even today like i studied journalism this is why i know this but like even today, so, like, if you put on your local news and you're watching your local news, uh, it's a man and a woman almost always. Yes. Um, like the male always talks first or something, right? Usually, and then, like, the 
the women always have to look a certain way. They're almost always blonde. They yep. have to get there like four hours earlier. They have to be white, be blonde, usually pretty. white. Now that's slowly changing, thank God. But yes, because um, you, you have to get your hair and fucking makeup done and you have to wear dresses. Like you have to look a very specific way. Have you ever seen a woman wearing pants on a new show? No, I wish they would. I hate fucking dresses. So, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying like, but yeah, so that was a woman saying that. So that's how <laughs> some people felt about this. All right. Um, the massacre was a major spur for the Canadian gun control movement. Oh, good. Did, did they actually change some laws? <laughs> they did. Heidi Rathjen, a student who was in one of the classroom left peen, did not enter during the shooting, but she was still there, organized the Coalition for Gun Control with Wendy Kukier. Cousier, Cousier, I think. Suzanne Laplante Edouard and Jim Edouard, the parents of one of the victims were also deeply involved. Their activities, along with the, with others, led to the passage of Bill C-68, otherwise known as the Firearms Act, in 1995, ushering in stricter gun control regulations. These new regulations included requirements on the training of gun owners, screening of firearm applicants, rules concerning gun and ammunition storage, and the registration of all firearms. So. I mean... As, yeah, I'm happy. I'm changed. so glad they have that. I'm so glad. Some, uh, it shouldn't have taken this. No, it really just like here, it, all these people dying every goddamn. What day. sort of gun did he use? A, a semi-automatic a, rifle. Yeah. Why are these? Which an individual random rando person should not be able to get a semi-automatic rifle or an automatic. Or I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. but you can. What, I have one more paragraph. Okay. <laughs> Since yeah. 1991, the anniversary of the massacre has been designated the National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women. Good. Canada. It, yeah. Love you, intended Canada. as a call to action against discrimination against women. The Place du 6 Décembre. And I'm not saying 1989 in French because I would be here for 10 minutes. In the <laughs> Côte de Nige slash Notre Dame de Grasse borough of Montreal was created as a memorial to the victims of the massacre located oh, at the cool. corner of DeSalle Avenue and Queen Mary Road a short distance from the university it is the site of annual commemorations on December 6th and here is a picture of all the victims Saria did that one that wasn't it's as like depressing. awful as I thought it would be. That's not depressing. That's just angering. But it at least there was an impact in that fucking country after a mass it's, shooting. It's exhausting to talk about. Like I feel drained. Do you remember when there was a mass shooting and a politician actually got injured? I can't remember. It was um, um, Gabby Giffords. Yeah. Yeah. And still nothing happened. I'm sorry, but after the kids died at at that school, no. But that was a conspiracy. Don't you understand? They were hired actors. The children? I'm not talking about Parkland. remember people said that? I'm not talking about Parkland. I'm talking about Sandy Hooks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not know there's people out there that think that was a conspiracy? Yeah, those babies are just fake dead. They're not really dead. Ecole. 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 So I looked up Lepine, but I typed it like peen. And it did not. Yeah. Once I found it. I kept wanting to say Lepine, which... It's not. I had to, um, so I talked about her. Natalie Provo 
Um, she was one of the survivors. She was in the first classroom that he went into mm-hmm. and is why we basically know what she, what he said. Uh, she was shot three times, um, and survived. I watched an interview with her and it was to get pronunciations mostly, but basically like, so she was also the one that was like, Hey, like we're not necessarily radical feminists. We just want to go to school. Like she was the one who said that to him. Um, and now she's like a, an activist, like a feminist activist. Like it's the eighties, right? 89. How about, it's so unfair. Like I literally like not even I, what, what if you just have a passion for math and science and you just want to, go to school and work in what you have a passion for just because it has nothing to do with your fucking gender necessarily gendered school major path of study and then eventual career that why no i know and again guys shouldn't shy away from going into marketing they shouldn't shy away from going into the things that they're passionate about like nursing because it's an unnecessarily gendered study and uh, career. And like, honestly, you want to. It's better to have more men on nurses because it's really hard for not saying that women nurses can't to lift up. Yeah, yeah. To, but to lift up a person is very hard, and it's actually very helpful to have a male nurse who works on site or does things. Well, and it's actually kind but, of amazing that female nurses can do what they do. Yeah, I, I'm what, serious. Why can't like, we just have an even balance of every single type of person, every that, single type of career? Because right. women will maybe I'm a girl and I'm in the hospital. I'm just more comfortable with a women nurse. Um, but also, also, also though the thing that I also want to point out though is that if you are a male nurse and you see the hard work of other woman nurses or your peers around you and they offer you a management position even if you're the newest nurse there please rethink that because that's what happens a lot in those uh-huh. in that. I, was, I was just about to say like with okay like female dominated career paths which I'm, I'm i'm about to say don't really exist anymore because men are men you know, are and coming- that's great i'm glad they want to be nurses i'm glad like is what I'm saying, but, but then, then they are the women are being passed over for male males to get the position or whatever, and like it's super frustrating. Like as an author, uh, <laughs> like or want to be author. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this before on a podcast. You can be an author. I can. You are an author. However, male Just authors because you're published doesn't mean that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> go buy my Do poetry. Do not accomplishments. <laughs> there I'm are people that go buy my want to write the ideas in their head yes. and are unable to do that. Do not lessen yourself in the presence of... Stop insulting my best friend. Go on. Okay. okay. <laughs> She's telling me to stop insulting myself. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. I just aggressively um, love y'all. I know. <laughs> and all I was going to say was, like, specifically the field of um like writing men have dominated it for a bajillion fucking years uh and like in in certain genres so let's let's talk about young adult for a second because like we all read it um it used to be a field where genuinely like gen not genuinely generally women were writing in it um it was a genre that women began yeah um, and I think that's pretty damn off. cool, and I still it is written off. Yep. 
<laughs> if teen girls like it, it's written off. Uh, boy bands. Let's not get into all of it. There's so much to it. But uh, then authors like John Green, and I'm not trying to insult John Green. I'm just saying like authors like John Green who come into a genre like young adult where it's female dominated is like the most well-known teen author. And do I think that's fair? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't. But I'm not going to get into it, and I'm not trying to salt John Green, and I'm not trying to get all his fans to come at me. Because they will. Uh, I know, they, know will. they will. <laughs> I know they will. Um, I've read John Green. I like his stuff. You do. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah, yeah. like his... Paper Towns is good. That's one of my favorite Like, don't come at us. We've read a lot of his stuff, but like... I read The just... Fault in Our Stars after it came out and sobbed, you know? And we like, just want... Well, we just... I saw it in theaters together. <laughs> We're not angry at John Green. We just want you to be fans. We are just angry at the situation. Angry at the system. We want you to be aware of the discrimination discrimination (laughs) that happens on a daily basis because it might not be something you see, but it's definitely something somebody feels. Just because it's not happening to you directly doesn't mean it's not happening with other women who think that uh, anti-feminist shit doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Back to nurses. But go ahead another thing i wanted to say to all of our nurse listeners out there if we have any god if we bless have you any, tweet at us <laughs> say hi um if you are a male nurse and you're in the room with a doctor who just happens to be female because i hate we'll get to my other pet peeve uh-huh. afterwards and someone assumes that you're the doctor and she is the nurse please kindly correct them yeah, you don't have to be rude about it. Yeah, you could just, just say, like, actually, I'm the what? nurse. I'm the nurse. This is the doctor. the doctor. This is who you should this listen to. This is Dr. To. Blah Blah. Exactly. Also, second pet peeve is um, I hate when people... Monica, stop putting I your hand. all the time. Monica, stop putting your hand on top of your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do this all the time. It's adding... So there's unnecessarily gendered words... Policeman. Yes. Which, yeah. Pol- well, okay. Mailman. So, <laughs> teacher, professor. When you hear teacher and professor, people automatically think that the man uh-huh. is a professor and a woman doctor is the... Doctor, too. Yeah. Doctor, surgeon. Have you heard the Nurse, joke? surgeon. I have. Yeah, the joke. What joke? <laughs> it's not a joke. I mean, I'll whatever. It's right a story. Then. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a joke. I mean, it's so, sort of a joke. Uh, if you think It's more of like one. a riddle. Yeah. So, uh, Isabel, the... A boy and his father are in a car accident. Mm -hmm. They're rushed to the hospital. The father is rushed in first. He, I don't know, needs an emergency laparotomy. (laughs) Thank you, Grey's Anatomy. Thank you. And then uh, the boy needs some sort of surgery, too. He's brought into the surgery room. And then the surgeon looks down and says, I can't operate. This this is my son. How is that possible? The... Surgeon's a woman. Yep. The surgeon but is But most mom. people are, like, stumped. Yeah. And I even... They're like, wait, or, what? They're, they're gay. How's that possible? Like... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Or no, they're gay. <laughs> Hello? You can... I mean, but both of those situations that you just said are impossible to some people. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. But so. I'm also on the diversity team at my company, so, like, yeah. I have a... Un- I really I'm on do. the diversity team of life. <laughs> Hey. Well, I I just happen to be diverse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I so I mean, I I 
this is what I do in my job, so I, I like talking about it. But I'm gl- I it's nice to have friends who also dislike it to be educated in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but this it is what I do for my job, and I won't. I'm not gonna say that I'm awesome at it. I'm not gonna say that I'm the best at it. I learn a lot every single day. But and I so- mean, I would imagine in in the position that you have, like a it's literally like a life position. Does that if that makes any yeah. sense? Like you're learning about other people's Have lives, resource humans. Yeah. yeah. But like human beings. But the one thing that I have really, really truly learned from this position a lot is that people want to be good. It's just that they might not be educated or aware of the situation and that's something that you either have to really, really truly think about it internally and think of how it might be perceived, um, or you ignore it because you don't care and or you're in a privileged position to yeah to not care not so care you should just open up your eyes to and see minds your yeah and hearts anyway so back to my pet peeve uh-huh. <laughs> the gendered position uh, gendered words i hate i when people say and i do it all the time too and we've just done it it's like male nurse and then you just say nurse right to talk about a woman um so i've been trying to train myself to say like nurse who happens to be a man or nurse whatever to be just a woman. call them a nurse or just like, like yeah. does it matter like let's not bring gender into it and um what's another example of one i had Female doctor, that one drives me wild. It's just a doctor. She's yeah, just a what? doctor. Like, let's not bring gender into it. The fact that she has ovaries does not lessen the fact that she can't help or with her exploratory laparotomies. Yeah, broveries. And maybe she just... Um, who gives a shit? Just let people be who they are regardless of gender. Or yeah, race like, or it ain't your business. <laughs> it ain't your business. <gasps> yeah, actually, this is really funny because... I'm sure you have to tell that to people a lot in your position. Not even that, but, like, it's just so interesting to watch people interact. So my my director is a male, but my um, EVP, so my executive vice president of human resources at my company, is a female. Yes. And it's so interesting to watch because I I go to galas a lot now in my position, which is weird. I hate them. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) I just hate going to galas. Well, okay, but, like, think about it from a girl's perspective. I always say gala. Gala, gala, whatever. I don't even know. It's the same thing. It's going to be a gay old time. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, I actually did... Or just really gay. But I actually did go to the, the... lgbtq gala plot here i thought that was fun it was amazing um anyways so it was interesting to see that interaction um play out at different events or so far because of the fact that people tend to go straight to him and then he is obvious he's also Even though the, she is above him technically, he, yeah. he is above yeah he's she's above him but he is he's also our c um our chief diverse diversity officer so he always corrects them and goes actually thank god this is my boss that's awesome so he's like you i know a lot of men who would not no i know but i'm just saying that it's an interesting interaction to watch as a person who you know i do want to be in that position i want to be a director one day or i want to be in a leadership position Mm -hmm. one day to see somebody who does support a female leader (laughs) not by undermining her just right. a leader who happens to be a woman. 
Yes, but in this oh, case, I will be yeah. very, I'm going to be very specific about saying female leader because there's not enough. The percentage of CEOs out there of Fortune 500 companies. Girl, don't I know. Yeah, exactly. So I will say female leader to make sure that you understand that we, there is not enough of us out there. Oh, girl. Um, and girl. I get that. I get that we're not trying to be gender, gender specific in that case, but I do want to recognize that being a female leader of a Fortune 500 company is very hard. Yeah, it's an it's oh it's an interesting um, conundrum, t- like because I w- I want to live like what Monica's saying and what you're saying. Like there are it's just whatever like a, a like situational thing. Like the best we could do is educate ourselves about this tricky world we live in. But I took a class at SMU and I know Monica knows about it because I would like talk to her about it like every goddamn day. Are you talking about uh it was a sexuality? Whole... No. You're oh yeah. My philosophy class. It was the only philosophy class I ever took and I'm so glad I took it because it was fucking amazing. She was the only philosophy professor at SMU. Only female? She yeah. Sorry. Only female? Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. I Sorry. Like, how did they have a philosophy department <laughs> with a female professor? No, it was completely completely male-dominated. She was the only woman. She talked about it all the time. and She was not quiet about it. Um, and why should she be? Don't be quiet about this. Yeah, <laughs> if you are feeling some type of way, shit. Yeah. Speak. <laughs> she was really awesome. And, like, I think I forgot what the title of the class was it was slightly misleading which i kind of love because a lot of guys signed up for their class to get a credit and i know the whole time they were like oh my god i have to listen to feminists rant this whole entire goddamn class i hope it opened up their eyes i hope so too but um there was one day where um a guy in the class basically uh said like it's a woman's fault to get raped <gasps> oh i remember the story eaten alive <laughs> he got eaten alive and then Monica, he was what like what did you share this photo of huh i'm not accepting this what is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i accepted it if we just crop the bottom i kind of like it no <laughs> Anyway, post that. I am. Fuck <laughs> y'all. So, uh, basically, he was ripped to shreds, and then after he was ripped to shreds, he was like, well, you know what? I'm just stating an opinion, and if you guys are going to feel that way, then I'm going to leave. And he walked out of the class, and none of us were Fair upset. Enough. Did he ever come back? Like, yeah. You have yes. to. <laughs> it was, like, toward the end of the semester. I think past the drop date. <laughs> So, um, like the official drop date, not the like early drop date. Anyway, it was kind of great. And I hope he felt disgustingly awkward every single time he stepped foot in that classroom after, um, every single time that class would end, I had a class like pretty much right after we had 10 minutes to get to all of our classes. So for those like 10 minutes right after that class, all the girls in the class, well, all the decent ones, um, there were some that were not. Hey, it was SMU. Um, but the, all the decent ones would stick around. We'd stand in a circle and just bitch. That's awesome. I really want to start a podcast. <laughs> we called, don't one. get me started. No, it's called bitchin'. But we just bitchin'. bitch the whole time. I'm Dude, trademarking I'm, it. Don't fucking copy me. I, we, 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 are tra- we are trademarked. We are copyrighted. Well, not that idea. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. 
Yes, we are. I have so much how to say so when we signed up for um, Fireside. You're you're the you're the copyright person. It's under your name. It's under your you name. You told me to put it under your name. Yeah, I didn't realize. Okay. Anyway, I was like, we I didn't submit this stuff. Anyway, I <laughs> we trade, already did. I trademarked that idea, bitch, and it's my idea see it's funny because like i forget that people use bitchin as we can end the podcast after this uh unless y'all have more words to say but i always forget that bitchin is used as like ranting because like ask me how my day went bitchin bitchin right that's why i like that title yeah i like it it's also like you could like rant and i could be like let me tell you about the sandwich i just right we could talk about anything okay so we're not going to do I think we just did a lot of good discussion. So <laughs> oh, that's I don't, fine. We don't I don't think to. we're going to end it with a... I think we yeah. had a good, fun right, discussion. But if you cool. if you want to join in our discussion, please do. Like, Instagram, like DM us. Oh, yeah. Um, comment on our Instagram. Twitter us. Tweet us. Tweet. It's tweet. Twitter me. Tweet us. Twitter me. Email. Tweet at us. Tweet Twitter at me, us. daddy. Email us. <laughs> Tag um, us in something. There's multiple know. ways to have this discussion with us. We will talk about this all day all day long it's something we like to talk about it's something it's my job so like i'll talk about this all goddamn day um it's not my job and i'll talk about emily just loves it monica just loves it like we're just affects me personally yeah Yeah, we are (laughs) you know because i'm a woman (laughs) we we be educated educated so um we like talking about this but be educated again if you didn't think you were talking you were listening to us but this is still two girls one one scaredy cat um we have not created a new podcast called uh, bitchin yet our theme was canada and our theme was canada (laughs) um it wasn't feminist uh or anti-feminine that could be a good theme anti uh no i don't know if i could handle another one (laughs) yeah violence against women this one Um, exhausted me (laughs) but uh so we're gonna sign off with that uh so that's all wait (laughs) review us oh yes i'm sorry thank you let's mention the people that were uh, yeah, we want to like shout out the people oh. who've given us a review. Thank you so much for Creepy Caffeine Podcast for reviewing us. Samantha Ray, my girl, love you so much. From um, nothing important. From nothing important. And then KC2010. Thank um, you. She's from Amarillo. She works at Scotch Maid Bakery and Yum. has her own for photography she just made a photography account on instagram so go follow it also um and the people who've like yeah rated us rated us we can't really see that yeah but if you want to actually like give us a review yeah like please you have no idea how much that helps like um you know we and and, like it'll it'll help other people listen to us um and you know uh if you like word of mouth is great too uh we appreciate all of the people who've shouted us out yeah oh my god all the shout outs we've gotten so far all the people we've made uh, all, the, all people, the people we made all the people we've made yeah i don't make know about a lot you i haven't given birth to anyone recently so um well you did <laughs> it's called our instagram um but <laughs> she but, birthed our instagram <laughs> but I made it out of my own two hands but thank <laughs> you hands. thank you for all the friends in like other communities we've become a part <laughs> we've become a part of who've shout us out we really could not have done this without y'all as listeners For real. 
So with that and our sentimental shit done, I'm Oops, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. <laughs> Bye. I'm hungry. It was wonderful. Bye. Jesus, it's so